0: Hey everybody! This is a well-laid plate.
1: Food to get you laid.
0: Hosted by me, Josh, and me, Vic. Today's episode will be about how to make pad Thai and how to know when your date is ready to put out.
1: Ooh! So this is gonna be a juicy one.
0: Or saucy.
1: Or saucy, yeah. saucy, with a little noodly mm-hmm. on the side.
0: Listeners, S- Vic was worried that her sauce had too many ingredients, but that's just how many it takes to make pad thai. There's no way around it.
1: <laughs> pad Thai has a lot of steps, but once you always, 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 always read through the recipe first, it lessens the overwhelming load in your head the fear. Um, when you're attempting something new. <laughs> what I like
0: about a lot of Asian dishes is you can completely prep all of it and have it all set out and all put together and ready to go before you start.
1: That's very true. None of it
0: becomes ready to prepare. It's all ready to prepare before you start with any heat.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a method to it that it will be easier once you do it like once or twice. So and also with the sauce portion of it, you can buy the sauce already made. Obviously, making your own sauce is going to cater to what you personally like. If you don't like a lot of fish sauce or that fishy flavor, you can add more white wine vinegar or soy sauce you don't have to add as much but basically what pad thai is is rice noodles vegetables you can do a meat or you don't have to um i typically like to do shrimp or chicken or sometimes both (laughs) just depends on how meaty i like it And, uh, yeah, so it's like a spicy kind of peanut sauce. Also, obviously, for you guys out there that have a peanut allergy, this is not the dish for you. I'm sure you can do some sort of uh, alternative if you'd like, but uh, this particular recipe is not allergy friendly. So... (laughs) (laughs) oh <laughs> we'll definitely don't try it
0: i think you could actually just swap the peanuts in the recipe for like a big old dollop of red curry and be okay
1: oh that sounds really good
0: and the rest but- of the ingredients get along well with curry, so i think that'd be fine
1: i think that's one of the reasons why i personally love this re- just pad thai in general because there's so many different ways of doing it um this is probably just the easy kind of run-in-the-mill pad thai like when i'm throwing stuff together this is what i put in there um, but you can also put, you know, bell peppers, you can even put spinach in there. Just totally kind of- I totally
0: cheat mine, I don't use, I, uh, I cheat it out, I don't use uh, the crushed roasted peanuts, I just use a scoop of crunchy peanut butter.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Lazy. I love crunchy peanut butter. You know, you have the people out there that are creamy and the crunchy.
0: The creamy people I'm, are wrong.
1: I'm the crunchy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this basically is You know, you put your rice noodles, if you've never worked with rice noodles before, basically you soak them in cold or lukewarm water. If you need to speed up the process, because typically it takes about 30 minutes to do that, um, you can put a little ice in there and then it'll be more like 15. I'll cut the time in half. A lot of people don't recommend that, though, because it can, the noodles can be too soft. And then they kind of break apart.
0: noodles with ice. That's so weird. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's really when you're in that's a hurry. It's not how
0: normal noodles behave.
1: <laughs> no, but it's in it like I said if you're in a hurry, if you're a busy busy person, you're trying to get some food out, that helps a lot. I'm not talking like full ice water, just a couple ice cubes. Okay. Um <laughs> but yes, normally you want to do it in lukewarm or cold water for about 30 minutes until um they're limp but slightly firm. Half chub. Half chub style. Yes, that's what I call it and then you drain it and then put it to the side after that portion of it um, you just put your sauce ingredients together and then this is the fun part super easy you're gonna cook your meat and then you add a little salt pepper then you add your vegetables noodles then the sauce and that's pretty much it you're done the good thing about this again it has so many flavors it has your You know, you can add cilantro, you have your vegetable flavors, you have your soy sauce, your pad thai sauce, your nuts. It's just a board. And you can also (coughs) add the spice, of course.
0: Yeah, and every time you add fish sauce to something, it's going to automatically be that much closer to what you consider restaurant quality.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: I will give a word of warning, though. I I see you call for a tablespoon of fish sauce.
1: Yes. Listeners,
0: smell your fish sauce before you use it. If mm-hmm. you don't think you can handle it, don't use that much.
1: Right. It's like I said I, t-
0: I told my own mother to try to use it in recipes using an eyedropper. Because <laughs> it's yes. that strong. We didn't know that the first time we bought fish sauce and we stunk up our entire apartment for at least a week.
1: <laughs>
0: I like just like went hog wild. I just like threw a bunch in. It steamed up. It nearly blinded me. <laughs> it was disgusting. When used in the proper amounts, fish sauce is amazing. I like uh, the Red Boat brand. I actually ordered it on Amazon because they don't have amazing fish sauce in the stores.
1: Yeah, that's true. They do have, I like the Thai brand because it's, it's reasonably priced and it also is, it's a pretty good quality. Um, I will say that, so if you look at the proportions of the sauce itself, it has uh, basically almost equal parts. So you're gonna have one tablespoon of soy sauce along with the fish sauce, which is gonna counteract itself. Mm-hmm. Then you have your cayenne, your lime juice, your red pepper, brown sugar, and then you add your vinegar to kind of neutralize it. So it's a really good sauce. Also, you like, like Josh and I had both said, you definitely monitor and taste it, get a spoon, get in there make sure you're not just serving people garbage, you know?
0: Yeah, and I did not used to be a person who liked a lot of cilantro. That's changed, I'm converted now. But before that, um, I would always still use a cilantro whenever an Asian dish called for it because it, it's it's needed.
1: Yeah, the lime and cilantro go well together. I have had and seen and heard and tasted people putting basil instead of cilantro. So if you're not a huge cilantro fan, don't worry about it, just If you can try find Thai else. basil, great. Yeah, really good. So yeah that's the pad thai obviously you have the protein in there so you have the eggs if you're vegetarian you don't have to do the chicken or the shrimp you can just do the eggs if you're vegan leave out the eggs so it's a perfect dish for pretty much any type of diet except for the peanuts so yeah it's a good date night
0: dish too because you can have everything prepped way ahead of time if you have to
1: and it's super impressive you know, a lot of people don't realize if yeah, a, big- a lot of
0: people won't know how to make it. So just that you can make it at all. They'll be impressed by.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And it, it's it's actually really hard to mess up, don't you think?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, with a lot of Asian dishes, as long as the prep work, prep work is good, especially for sauces and you'll be totally fine. Also, don't overcook your veggies.
1: Don't overcook your veggies. And when, when you put it on the vegetables on top and I, I'll have all these steps on. We'll put it on our website and then also um, Instagram, Facebook, all of our social medias. Um, but once you see the steps on there, when you put the bean sprouts and the carrots and the green onions, all the veggies on top, the steam from the bottom, you can put a lid on it. The steam from the bottom is actually going to break it down a little bit. So you want them to be like a brighter color, not mushy, brown, greenish color.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Ideally I would make this with a wok, but I don't think it's absolutely required
1: yes wok is fun to cook things with
0: i prefer it it's easier to toss stuff in i actually make a lot of my italian dishes in a wok
1: i make <laughs> i do the same thing it's actually easy to toss it you can. <laughs> you
0: can it's like i end up with a cleaner stovetop at the end than i do with a normal pan
1: i i absolutely love the wok
0: yeah pretty much lately it's just been i've been using the wok a lot and if i'm not using the wok i'm using cast iron i'm really unless i'm frying an egg i'm not really using any of my non-stick right now
1: yeah Two of the things that make me kind of have chills in the kitchen are open flame, walk, obviously knives, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. (laughs) So definitely impress your date. Try something new. It's not just the same old, same old.
0: And let's take a break. Hey, listeners, this is when you should be hearing an advertisement or a sponsor. We don't have any of those. Someone please sponsor us. If you want to sponsor us, send us an email at thewelllaidplate at gmail.com. Thank you.
1: Yeah, bitches.
0: All right, Vic. So how to tell when your date wants to put out, when they're feeling it, when they're in the mood, when they are giving you signals that you should make a move.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. When I was looking up, just, just researching this as we both do before we go on, um and talk about these kinds of things. But I'm going to be honest with you. I feel as though some of the body or social (laughs) the social tells that are cues, if you will, that I looked up and I was researching. I've actually do that to pretty much everyone. It's a form of artwork. I'd like to call it, but it's really just flirting and or being a tease. Um, But I didn't realize that this was actually out as you want to actually make moves on someone. So this has opened my eyes <laughs> on a whole- <laughs> You realized
0: whenever maybe a guy was hitting on you, you a, it might've been he thought you were hitting on him first.
1: Whoops. <laughs> totally. And I, I honestly think there's gonna be a couple more people out there. <laughs>
0: well, now you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that feel the same way. So um, on my particular research, like I said, it's social cues. A lot of people say it's eye contact, but that's vague, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, and also too much can get a little creepy.
1: Yeah, you gotta look away every once in a while. Yeah. can't do the stare.
0: The stare down.
1: Yeah, a little creepy.
0: The look when they're just like, I wanna do you. (laughs) And in that moment, you don't want to do them.
1: Don't show the whites of your eyes. Because <laughs> that's just psycho looking. Try to keep the face relaxed. <laughs> yeah, do some face exercises before you go on the date, just to loosen up a little yeah. bit.
0: So in your research, what did you find were general tells for people?
1: Um, a lot of a lot of them were pretty good. Um, and I I definitely spent I would say probably uh the longest time on this particular one just to see what everyone and books and research was saying about this, but a lot of people said, if people are simply feeling comfortable being close to you, so that when I'm wondering, you know, if you're on a date, you're sitting opposite of one another, would that be maybe touching hands or, you know, what what would you consider that? Would that be a first date thing or maybe after you leave dinner? How, how does that look like to you?
0: Well, for physical distance, I would have to, have to look it up but i remember seeing a study one time the researchers looked at a many groups of people and they figured out that um the distance that people stand apart from each other says a lot like uh, on average women i think they said stand twice as close to people regardless of if they're standing next to a man or a woman and if two yeah. women are talking they stand even closer so it's just it's a lot of proximity so anything closer than like a full arm away to a man is gonna feel like, a, a, like you're really close. Men <laughs> just aren't used to that kind of proximity. Yeah, and yeah. If he's really close to you, you should know that he's probably a little uncomfortable. Yeah. He wants to be there, but he's also probably terrified if it's your first time together.
1: Right, but it also means that he's probably a little bit more comfortable and, and into you, if you will, or vice so, versa. Yeah, totally. I mean this, okay, I'm just gonna address this real fast. This is minus the close talkers and you know who you are out there. Just because you're a close talker does not mean the other person enjoys that. So back up, quit spitting, let's move on with our lives. If someone's backing up when you're talking to them, that means you're That's too, a too close.
0: Back it up. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like me and Vic, you know, three wines in on someone's patio. We just keep getting closer and laughing and talking and judging people.
1: Well, it's just we get closer to each other. If there oh, was a stranger, maybe because our hearing gets worse. Oh yeah, our senses are not on point at that point. No, definitely. not. To
0: be fair, usually whenever we did that, it was like ninety-five degree heat or higher. So like you just we got we would chat and get wasted like three drinks in.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And also your patio was, you know, the square footage wasn't that big and we were used to sitting that close to each other. Remember we worked on each other's laps basically <laughs> in the for call two center, years. Yeah. <laughs> in the call center. So that's
0: there was, true. Oh, that's right. I remember people <laughs> give us weird looks because we'd be like, why are you sitting on top of each other? <laughs> like we'd be like right next to each other and we'd be like, we really like look at each other and be like, why? This is totally normal for us. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it was normal. We have not, we do have boundaries, healthy boundaries, but we also don't have. I will say that uh, touching, if someone's actually, what was funny is some of the research I did It's it said when people touch themselves in a way that's not very normal, then that means they're into you, which made me laugh because honestly, I've never been on a date where someone starts touching themselves and if they were, I would probably run.
0: I don't think they meant touching themselves <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> what do you Are they like okay, so what would that be?
0: Like the normal flirty ways like oh you have a, like a hand like on your neck or you're talking. The,
1: maybe the hair flip?
0: Yeah, it's it's equivalent to that, yeah.
1: Okay, okay, hair flip, got it. Yeah. I can deal with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're not just like pulling the pudge while you're sitting there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's keep that at bay. Um, being <laughs> flustered or nervous.
0: If they pink up. Yeah. Mhm.
1: I used to date this guy that um, our first couple of dates, his ears would get really red.
0: Mhm. I may have really- shacked up with one of those permanently.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's an easy indicator. I like it.
1: Yeah, their ears get really red, and it's their nice face. dating
0: someone who has a thermometer attached to their head. You always know what's going on.
1: Yeah, you do. It's a tell. They could never play professional poker. Not great sure. at
0: poker, no. Reason. Not great at poker. Not great.
1: Um, another one was talking about sexual things,
0: or like things leading up to sexual conversation. Like they like start pushing the conversation.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. it's definitely probably more in a subtle way.
0: Hmm. For me, I notice it's if I have a lot of compliments coming at me, or if someone suddenly finds me hilarious, even though I don't think I'm that funny. Like they, <laughs> they're laughing at everything I'm saying, even though like if I what I'm saying isn't that funny, but like if I'm like on a date and I'm suddenly hilarious to people, something's up.
1: Right. Yeah. It's not
0: me. I mean, it's me, but it's not me in the way that I think it's me.
1: Right. <laughs> Because, like, we both have a healthy amount of sense of humor, but we're not a stand-up comedian by any means. No, it's a balance. So, yeah, that's definitely a tell. Um, Another one would be suggesting that they have some sort of private time or to come over. What would you think?
0: Oh, yeah. If you're setting up a date through text, like most of you monsters do now without actually talking to each other, um, <laughs> you just put at the end of the text, I'm alone. Oh. Or my roommates are gone if you're in that kind of situation.
1: Or any apps, like uh, messaging through any apps. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, so <laughs> just a whole spin on this. <laughs> I, know, I know in the past, uh, with any kind of dates, you know, we've all had crazy ones, we've already been over that. But the social cues, eye contact, I always thought that was just polite, so I would do that. Touching, I'm just kind of like that person that just puts the hand on the shoulder and maybe laughs at your joke that may not be that funny. So again, I'm giving all the wrong signals. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) And then talking about coming over, normally I would say that just so I wouldn't have to buy an Uber, because I'm, you know, three drinks in, and saying, you know, (laughs) Just come over. So in researching
0: button. this, you've done a lot of reflecting on your past.
1: <laughs> I've done a lot of self-reflection. Because I remember
0: like, a couple, like, quote unquote, dates. <laughs> you'd be like, well, that it, it escalated really quickly, and I'm not sure Why? <laughs>
1: Well, the coming over part. I think is not we know
0: necessarily...
1: now, Vic. <laughs> it's not necessarily because they
0: think you're throwing yourself at them.
1: I know, like <laughs> it's not necessarily that I wanted them to come over. It's just really honestly. And, get and then the
0: next day, you're like, "Oh, that just happened. I don't know. That yeah. was nice. I didn't see it ha- see that <laughs> happening, but guess uh, there yeah. it is. This just yeah. keeps happening. I'm not sure why." <laughs>
1: a free ride you're not easy
0: you just give the wrong signals out on first dates
1: yeah it's really not yeah so if you're if you're not into someone avoid what we just talked about (laughs) all those
0: things don't do any of those things
1: because it'll really help you in the long run i'm not saying i was never attracted to anybody that i dated dun 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 but i am saying yeah that it's bringing up a lot of dark scenarios just kidding (laughs) not really dark just pretty funny but thanks guys for all the rides home, I appreciate
0: it. <laughs> They're thanking you for the rides as well.
1: Oh ho oh, oh, ho oh, tough guy. Alright, well, moving on. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Vic completely loses her mind.
1: <laughs> Any stories of you reading people the wrong way, or them reading into you the wrong way?
0: No, I've had it very easy in that department.
1: Oh please! They've I also think to... I used.
0: I also think when I was younger, I don't think I was even that attractive. I was definitely more attractive than now, but I was so dumb that I was just so confident.
1: But you were confidence pretty. will
0: get you laid every single time,
1: right? So, were there any scenarios that you were just being plain old pretty confident, pretty person, and confident person, where a person took that the wrong way, and you were like, "Oh, sorry," you know? Has that ever happened? Dig deep. Maybe, let's say, you're going to pick something up off the floor and someone thinks that you're dancing with them. And it's like, whoa, I'm not dancing. I was picking up something.
0: I'm racking my brain, and honestly,
1: (laughs) you're perfect. Every time I thought someone was
0: hitting on me, (laughs) they were. They
1: were. They were. They may have been somebody like me who didn't know they were.
0: Honestly, I think every time that I thought someone was hitting on me, that when I moved, made a move on it, it turns out I was right.
1: Yeah, because you are perfect. Or, so or they were
0: just kind of into it anyway. They're like, oh hey, sure. Maybe <laughs> they weren't into it. Now they are. I don't know. Also, remember I shagged up with someone ten years ago. So my my like learning when I'm getting hit on like radar, it's pretty rusty. It's 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 ancient.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm glad we talked about it because now you'll know. All of the the things. So next up, yard update. So how's your yard? It's bare. It's
0: dead and sad.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm actually working on doing a wall. Uh, Excuse me. I'm thinking about doing a flower wall that is going to be basically, I mean, it's hanging. It's a hanging wall of flowers. So oh, I've I, seen
0: those. It's like little bags. It looks like the like the shoe bag rack things you hang on the back of doors.
1: That's exactly what it looks like.
0: But it's made out of felt, right?
1: Yes, yeah. like like plant bags. So yeah. what you have to look out for, and of course I'll let y'all know how it goes.
0: Yeah, how are you gonna mount that? You're in an apartment. <laughs> I don't think a 3M strip's gonna cut it.
1: No, no. What you can do is you can actually hang it. Um, this is gonna be on my balcony. So I'm gonna hang it on my outdoor door oh,
0: okay.
1: with like the door hangers like you hang a wreath or mm-hmm. a towel gotcha. yeah so that's what I'm gonna do and I need to look out for a couple things which are drainage of course
0: yeah you don't want to drain it into your doorway
1: no and then also uh, with bags and I'm sure you've ran into this the plant bags the plants get more dry the soil gets drier than if they were in a regular planter or yeah, their, my tomato plants product. that I
0: have in grow bags didn't start doing even remotely well until I had them getting watered at least an hour per day.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They need a lot of they water. they like
0: crazy. I mean, it still uses less water than when I was watering them by hand, but it's, right. it's, a, it's a decent amount of water.
1: Yeah. I do like the fact that plant bags are, are obviously portable, um, and they do well with balcony areas because you can get the smaller ones or larger ones, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I should have but, used them sooner back when I had a an apartment because it would have solved a lot of problems like my plants <laughs> rotting in their pots.
1: <laughs> and the good they have handles,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: So, everybody likes hand well, most people like handles, you know. I'm like, saying. Uh-huh. Oh. But uh yeah, so that's what I'm venturing out for. Let me know if you guys have any have any um, flower suggestions, of course. Please help her. Please help me. So, well, how about your yard? Your yard.
0: <clears throat> um, have I mentioned on the podcast that I planted a whole bunch of new ground cover out front? No. No? Well, yeah. there was this patch I was trying to get flowering peanuts to grow in, mm-hmm. and it just looked like absolute shit. So I yanked them all out. Those are now in a pot, and they're already looking better a week later. Go figure. And I put in a plant called a and I put in 80,000 seeds. Mm-hmm. And it said allow two weeks to germinate, and it took three days. So I think maybe these like me a little bit more, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I put in some bulbs, uh, Peruvian daffodil, and some gladiolus, and that's about it. Right now, my yard update is just completely dominated by painting our house. We finally have paint on some of the walls.
1: Very cool. You guys have been super busy.
0: Yeah. What they don't tell you when you buy a house is just preparing it to hold paint without looking like garbage is going to take so much longer than actually painting. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. I've spent like months getting the house ready to paint, and we can go ahead and, you know, get a coat on half the house in, I don't know, what, like two hours?
1: <laughs> it's
0: bullshit. <laughs> but my house is going to look great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see it when three years from now. I'm just you know. kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, sponsors. You should sponsor us. So we can actually do podcasts in the same fucking city.
1: Yeah, listeners. Oh, you're talking about me? Sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so... Josh what are you cooking tonight?
0: I have a need to clean out my fridge because I'm not going to be around for a couple days. I'll tell you more about that in a bit. But
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah, but I'm using up some stuff. I'm making salads and soup, and I found a new variety of soy chicken nuggets. So we'll give those a try. I always like soy chicken nuggets and fake chicken nuggets way more than real chicken nuggets. Oh, like yeah. chicken tenders are great, but like if you're going for like a chicken nugget, like a garbage person, because I am. I don't like <laughs> real chicken nuggets because you have no idea what the hell is in there.
1: No, it's so At least gross. with these,
0: with whatever else I pick, I know it's plants. At least mostly plants. I'm not guessing like which part of a bird yeah. this came from, you know?
1: Yeah, like it has to be. That nasty.
0: So Vic, what are you cooking tonight?
1: By the way, last week when I had said that I was going to steam a steak after searing it. Yeah. It actually turned out pretty good. Hey. The only thing I wish I would have done is... Less time on the searing portion, more time on the steaming portion. So I'm gonna regulate that next time. But it was very tender. I put a little beef stock in there and a little vino. but it was pretty
0: good. steamed her out.
1: It's a really good way to make a cheap cut of steak taste better.
0: Cool. (laughs) And what are you doing tonight?
1: I'm actually doing a shrimp boil tonight. So I'm gonna throw some shrimp in, some corn, potatoes, Little Old Bay seasoning. I like Lowry's and Old Bay and Bay leaves. That's Mm-mm. kind of my thing. What do you yep. think?
0: I agree completely. That's what I use for the same dish.
1: Love it. It's so simple and so easy and delicious. Mm-hmm.
0: Turns out the reason Lowry's tastes so good is because there's MSG in it.
1: Oh yeah. Tons oh, yeah. tons, a lot of salt. Love it. Yeah, so good. So yeah, that's what I'm doing.
0: Cool.
1: What are we going to be uh, doing next? I potatoes I have to get week? rid of. Oh yeah? I'll take them with. What what did you used to call you would have once a week, you would have a like was it called like garbage day or something? Garbage meal. Garbage meal. I yeah, love garbage. I know that like idea. up north
0: in the New York New York areas they do thing called garbage plates where it's it's just like a deli and like you just say what scoops of which crap you want, and you just get like this whole tray of just like crap piled up and then you have to eat it. Um It's not like that. I I usually try to make some sense out of it, but I'll end up with some weird, some weird combos, (laughs) weird shit. Like last night I made, I made stuffed cabbage rolls, which were stuffed with um, rice and ground beef, but there was also sumac in there. And then that was like the main dish. And then like on the side, we had leftover Chinese from three days ago.
1: I like that. Yes. It's, it's, it was
0: kind of garbagey.
1: Yeah, that's a little garbage yeah, um,
0: so i I'm, I'm running down my fridge because I don't want anything to go bad while I'm gone.
1: Yeah. It's basically what we've described it as is like Josh was saying, raid his fridge. Just cook pretty much anything he can come up with. It actually sparks a lot of creativity. And then also it keeps you from letting food go bad.
0: Yeah, we need to do an episode on shopping your fridge.
1: Yes. And, yeah, and pantry. I actually, last night, I had BLT... <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches and asparagus, Tasty.
0: which it sounds,
1: yeah, it sounds like a really, it's it's not a garbage to, meal totally, but it's, it's there because that's a weird combo. Well, you know,
0: usually people like, if they go out and they have a BLT, it usually has a side of either chips or French fries. So you just swapped it out with something better for you.
1: That's true. I wanted to do some broccoli, but other voters in the house wanted asparagus, which little is Little
0: tiny voters who hate little t- broccoli.
1: Little bitty voters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah.
0: Sweet, I just got a text confirmation for my reservation.
1: Oh, so, reservation for, are we talking about it today or no?
0: Yeah, and I'll give you an update next week on how it went.
1: Woo, okay, so Josh, what do you have going on this weekend?
0: So, my partner Ryan and I are going on Friday to the Sawmill Gay Resort down in Dade City, Florida.
1: Whoop, whoop, vacay!
0: Yeah, we say resort because we're fancy, but it's a campground. (laughs) Yeah, resort. it's going to be interesting. Uh, my partner grew up every summer in like a lake house that his family has. So he's never actually had to camp ever. No. Oh. And I grew up camping like every weekend. So I'm like having to teach him how to camp. It'll be funny. He has all the skills. He knows how to cook on a <laughs> fire. He knows how to make a tent pop up. Like he'll, it'll be fine. He's just, it's funny. He's like, should we make a list? I don't know what to do. And so I sent him a photo of the list I already made.
1: <laughs> I
0: was like, I got this. We're okay.
1: So let me tell you something about Josh and I, we like to do fun things that other people typically don't, but we always try to introduce everybody to those fun things. Cause it's actually for our enjoyment because it's mm-hmm. really funny. Yeah. My favorite happens. camping
0: thing to do is, um, you know, those, those pudgy pie makers that you put in a fire. Yes. Where it's like the pieces of bread and then most people put like pie filling in them or something. Yeah. Screw that. Do a hot sandwich instead in there.
1: Ooh, like a fire-roasted panini that's not It's squished. incredible. That sounds really good. It
0: is, and if you load it up, it'll totally smash it inside, so it'll be nice and dense.
1: Now that's camping.
0: It's glamping. We're bringing an ice tent. We're bringing the heated blankets. We're bringing the airbed. We're doing the whole deal.
1: I was wondering. I was wondering if it was going to be more glamping or camping. Are you having an uh, air mattress, a blow-up mattress? A big one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. that I think that's what, that goes towards more glamping when you have the blow up mattress in there.
0: Yeah. And apparently at this, uh, at this campground, this weekend is kink weekend, kink and leather, which is not my thing. (laughs) Um, but I really need to get out of town. (laughs) So I'm going to go make friends with the weirdos.
1: Yeah. Get out of town. Yeah.
0: In my experience, sexually weird people tend to be really nice in their regular lives, so they'll probably be a pretty nice bunch.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they'll touch themselves or give a lot of eye contact. Or, a
0: lot of mixed signals.
1: Or get flustered. Or... I
0: believe giant parts of the campground are clothing optional, so if they're touching themselves, we I mean, I'll, I'll know.
1: Yeah, you'll be able to see it. But yeah, they'll have the creepy eye contact and get really uncomfortably, comfortably close to you. Yikes. I'm <laughs> just kidding. You're going to have a great time. Don't even worry about it. Huh. <laughs> I've always wanted to do those glamping experiences where they actually create a hotel room in a tent. In a tent, a, a what? In a tent. I uh, was not saying taint and I was going for tent, but we were it went some tent and went south. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> tent. Um, that's always been kind of interesting to me, but I definitely want to. I want uh, some deets. On how this goes.
0: Yeah, you probably won't get a lot of photographic evidence because you know it's impolite to post yeah. naked peoples on the internet without the permission. Yeah, but
1: sure. But apparently, it
0: has a bar and a drag bar and a restaurant and all the stuff.
1: Or it, is anybody gonna bring heels or? No.
0: I don't personally do drag. I my know. Partner.
1: I know. I'm just throwing it out there, you know, for fun, <laughs> weekend fun.
0: I don't even know if there'll be a drag show this weekend because of all the other shenanigans going on.
1: Probably not. I mean, I don't know. It's
0: really hard to get a bunch of gay guys so they're not have a drag show. (laughs) They just happen.
1: It's like when, uh, what was that? When a bunch of gay guys get together, Liza Minnelli manifests that kind of thing. It can happen. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, check this out. There's a walking path around a lake, which apparently at night the walking path is for cruising, but during the day it's just for walking. And guess what the lake is called? What? Ricky Lake.
1: No, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I love it. Ricky I love catty Lake. nicknames like that.
0: We have um in the garden we have a like a big chopper, a lopper, so we call it Cindy. Cindy lopper. Cindy
1: Lopper. Oh man. So say,
0: I can't get this branch to break. Okay, go get Cindy.
1: Go get Cindy.
0: <laughs> so I'm oh, going to man. take a stroll around Ricky Lake and I'll let you know how it goes.
1: You know, I don't even feel bad about laughing about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect ricky lake Well, at least take a picture of ricky lake for us
0: i will i don't th- well it's florida you shouldn't swim in fresh water so the lake will be empty
1: yeah except yeah. the alligators you know
0: lots of gators.
1: <laughs> the gators but, but I'll let you know, i think that's gonna be a great Yeah, that's going to be a great time away. It's going to either
0: be great or terrible, but either way, I think it's going to be kind of a shit show.
1: Well, no bugs though, right? No mosquitoes because the weather's cooler. More cool. cool, It'll actually be too
0: cold, which is not ideal, but apparently the pool's heated, so that's good.
1: (gasps) Even better. So you don't have a Seinfeld Mm -hmm. moment. I was in the pool, you know? It was cold. <laughs> it was cold. None of those no, moments. It's,
0: it's a. You see, it's a gay campground, so they heat their pools because they're not monsters.
1: They're so smart, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe you'll we'll find. Yeah. Anyway, okie dokie. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say something. I'll save that for the next time. Well, definitely. Oh, what are we gonna be cooking next week? Do you? Do we? Have we voted or?
0: You know what? For next week, I'll cook. And I'm going to ask people, I mean, this weekend, what they like to cook for date night.
1: (gasps) That's brilliant. You know, I have a lot of people who say, well, why don't you just go out for date night? But I will definitely ask around as well. And we'll Mm -hmm. talk about it next week.
0: Yeah, And listeners, if you have any special requests, it's thewellaidplate at gmail.com. Also, all the socials, at Plate. If it's something you want us to do and, like, critique it for you, If it's something that you keep messing up and you want to know where you're going wrong, do it. Send us a message.
1: So, yes, if you have any suggestions, uh, obviously we're talking about making the food, um, not any ways to hit on other people. But if you do have a funny story about maybe somebody reading you incorrectly or the other way around, please contact us. Again, like Josh said, thewellaidplate.com or at thewellaidplate. Thanks, guys.
0: Yeah. Everyone, thanks for listening to...
1: The well-laid plate. Food to get you laid. Get it. WLP for life? (laughs) Like a fucking one-woman circus over here.